Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. As I always say, if this is your first time and the first episode you're listening to, a real warm welcome. You've discovered a true vein of gold in your quest for success and wisdom and whatever it is you're looking for in your journey. And I hope you find everything that you're looking for and some of the inspiration to uh, go and search out what else it is that uh, you need on your path. If you're one of our regular listeners, another another warm welcome along. Okay, today, um, this is episode three in Eknath Yes Waran's Words to Live By. As always, there is often an inspiration behind the podcast and this particular series of podcast episodes is inspired by a gentleman, Eknath Yaswaran, who uh, is a, a phenomenal thought leader in my opinion and provides some wonderful, wonderful ways of looking at the world and um, things that we can apply to our own niche. So here we go, a full podcast episode full of inspiration, knowledge and wisdom that we can apply to our own area of leadership, management and coaching. Okay, number one, Eknath reminds us that when somebody has a desire to do something, it is a, it is almost like a divine quantum spark. And the way that, that I relate to that is that if you work with players, especially young players as a coach, and they tell you or they show you or they demonstrate that they want to dribble and they want to take people on and they want to be involved in 1v1s and they want to be Lionel Messi or they want to be Pele or they want to be Cristiano Ronaldo, whoever the star is of the current era, then especially with very young children, this is where we need to let them be and allow them to live out that dream and that desire in the way that they perform and the way that they play and the way that they enjoy the sport and the and the game. It's only later on when we are trying to hone their skills and guide them and advise them and probably more specific in terms of an industry need that we can be more prescriptive. So there's a definite difference, isn't there, between coaching such young people and um, coaching older people. But obviously as well with um, when you're dealing with adults, people have their own dreams and own desires and we have to let them go their own way. So it's about working with people who, who you dovetail with and who can fit into, fit into your, uh, your area. Number two, Eknath reminds us about detachment. This is a great one. Um, in sport, we are so focused on results. We are so focused on trying to achieve things. And the wisdom from Eknath in terms of um, his thought processes are, look, if you are attached to an outcome, you will always end up having a, a significant amount of discomfort in your life. This is a real challenge because it's about developing that attitude of detachment where actually we are here as human beings in whatever form we, we choose to play that out, whether it's a, as, a, as, a, as a football manager or it's a sports coach or it's a business leader, or it's a musician, or it's a, a, 
you know, a family provider, whatever that is, we're here and, and the only thing we have access to is actually the doing of the actions, the, the thoughts, the words, the deeds, the actual outcomes and the results are beyond us. All we can do is sow the seeds, water the plants, and facilitate the creation of the best environment. The actual outcome, the growth, the flowering, the final results, the wealth creation, the, the great players, the great athletes, the, 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 the fantastic businesses, the happy families, whatever it is that we're endeavoring to, to do and achieve is beyond our ability. And all we should aim to do is do the work and step back and be detached. It's probably a lifetime's work to almost do that, but I don't think there's anything that's more appropriate to sport because the number of times I've found myself frustrated on the sidelines, frustrated in the technical area, frustrated in the dressing room when things haven't worked out the way that we want. How many of us can relate to that when actually trying to change that at the time is a fruitless, fruitless task. Okay, move on. Next one recognize that we are here to serve other people you know i hold my hand up and say that um without a shadow of a doubt i got into football coaching because it was my passion it wasn't something i had to think about it was just there it kind of it kind of grabbed me if you like it always has and uh, yeah i dreamed about you know being being the best I could be and doing the best I could be and and, and it, often these things are ego driven it's all like yeah I could be the leader of this and I could be the best at this and with all the things that go along with that and that's the the recognition and, and, and obviously the financial remuneration and all the things that go along with it and actually underneath it all in terms of longevity and in terms of long-term creation we need to think about service so when we are coaching we need to think about who it is we are we are serving we are serving the club we are coaching for if we're coaching for ourselves we are serving the people particularly the players in front of us and their parents and their people who their guardians whoever else it is and it is their interests that that should be at the top of our agenda and yes, it has to dovetail with what we believe in. Yes, it has to dovetail in with what we want to do. And yes, we have to be interested in our own careers and we have to, it's healthy to want to be the best at what you do and the leader of where you are. It's all healthy stuff, but actually it's all about service. The whole process is about service and we have to remember that, particularly when you are dealing with, with, with people who look up to you and are looking to you for, for guidance. Because there are many times, are there not, when emotionally you may not actually feel quite in the zone to be that that server that, that uh, you need to be or that would be the best place to be. Uh, Eknath Eswan is also a probably one of the things he's, he's most profoundly thought about for is his meditation and um Meditation is something that's um, certainly part of my life and um, I'm not sure it's part of mainstream football, um, but it is something that I think ought to be investigated by anybody because of the benefits that it can give you. But irrelevant of the actual process, it's having that, 
the lesson from that initially is that the cut and thrust of, of training and competition and and the the dynamism of the sport needs to be balanced with the rest and recuperation aspect it's not just about physical rest it's about mental rest and particularly in today's world where everything is busier there's more scheduling there's less downtime there's obviously instant connection and information everywhere the opportunities to settle down and completely shut off are, are few and far between and mental burnout is something that needs to be avoided at all costs and whether it is a meditation practice or it's an actual recognition that I need to shut off I need to and guide my people and my players to to quiet time and uh, make sure that that's a, a significant part of their process is something that should be, we should all be aware of. Okay, number, always lose the track of the numbers, but next one anyway, um, see the bigger picture. Uh, Eknath reminds us all to see the bigger picture. When we're stuck in the moment and we see the instant thing that's going on in front of us, the, the contrast that's happening in front of us, the game that's lost, the, the player that's not, trying the manager who is angry the chairman who is deciding on people's jobs the environment that's not conducive to a great session the weather uh, family situations all the things the financial impacts everything that goes on around us Eknath reminds us to always think that this too shall pass and it is all about what the bigger picture is if we can learn to stay with it and Amor Fati, as Ryan Holiday reminds us, to learn to love what is and see the bigger picture. It will all, all pass on and um, we will all be able to, to move through and benefit from the experience that comes from what's right in front of us. Because we often go through, how many people can relate to that where you love the things when it's going well and it's warm and it's it's the, the training sessions buzzing and the kids are having a great time or the players are playing well and the ball's zipping around and you come in and think you know what I've had a great session it's really worked um, everybody's happy whether that's a home life people are happy at home business is going well money's flowing in orders are coming in and we've got a holiday coming up etc etc but how many of us can maintain that positive steady state when it's just the normal run-of-the-mill situation where the tea lady doesn't turn up and the food's cold and maybe your car's not working properly and maybe there's a problem at home and all those kind of things that go on in normal everyday life because as a leader as a manager as a coach those are the those are the situations which really test us and see whether actually what we talk about and what we speak of is how we live our lives and in in that Eknath rewind reminds us the next point is he talks about the gap and this is a phenomenal concept and basically he talks about the gap in between the gap between stimulus and response because how many times can you recognize and I certainly can how many times can you recognize that that you if you do take a step back if you do take a view 
and can actually see yourself in a situation where you reacted to something that happened in front of you. You may have raised your voice, you may have got angry, you may have felt completely frustrated, etc., etc., etc. It's human nature, it's emotion, it's what we all go through. Ekmath reminds us that we have the ability, always, 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 we have the ability to know, first of all, that there is a gap between stimulus and how we respond. We can take as long as we like to respond and we don't even have to respond. That gap exists. It's up to us to acknowledge it, to be aware of it and to use it for what it is. There's, there's very few things that won't be better done by utilizing that gap in, in, instead of the classic example of letting the red mist descend and acting in the way that it feels good in the short term of letting your emotions go, but possibly with all the, the fallout and all the damage that that can that can happen from that as we as we are all aware of so the leader manager coach podcast is available via the leader manager coach app download it now to access the rich resource of unique insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football sport and life leader manager coach for the game for life Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Setting goals. Make sure that you set goals that are right for you and right for the people that you're involved with. So much, so much good comes from goals that feel right, goals that are just in the right area of reach for people so that they have to stretch that three, four, five percent and they're appropriate and they're specific and they inspire them. It's an art, it's a science and it's something that as a leader, as a manager, as a coach, you can be really good at in, in doing it for yourself and setting goals for other people that are really appropriate with their input. It's, you know, again, I can recognize when I first kind of understood this or thought I understood it that people talk about setting wild goals, you know, big goals, big, think big and all well and good. But there comes along with that a pressure and a, and an anxiety because they're not managed properly. Um, and it's okay to have 10 year goals, five year goals, three year goals that are way, way beyond where you are now. But there needs to be the appropriate and understandable and achievable baby step incremental movement in the next 24 hours, the next 48 hours, the next week. And it's a skill and it's something that really can help with people to take away that anxiety and to take away that, that stress and to actually make people think, do you know what, I am making progress. One little movement forward can be all the difference because momentum can be everything. Okay, next one, simplicity. Remember the 80-20 rule. Eknath doesn't talk about the 80-20 rule, but the 80-20 rule is that 80% of results come from 20% of your activities. If you believe the, uh, the Pareto principle, which seems to be uh, something that's um, pretty established, that Robert Koch talks about in his book, where he examines the subject in great detail. 
simplicity is genius, as Einstein said, I believe. And I honestly believe that we can achieve so much just by doing the simple things. We can always add on, add on the extras. We can always put the icing on the cake and we can be complex when it's necessary. But simplicity is, will give you the fundamentals, will give you the, 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 the structure and will give you the foundation. And if you can get out of your people and put into your people and, and create in your organizations a few simple a few simple things that people buy into, embrace and enjoy and understand, then you will have achieved something. Many great organizations recognize this. Organizations, sporting organizations like the All Blacks, um, just real simple essential stuff that, that absolutely nails it for them. Okay, next one, here's a great one. Be unshakable in your fundamentals, but be flexible in your non-essentials. So there should be values that you hold dear in your life, in your family, in your personal life, in your work, in your coaching. And there should be other things that actually you don't really have an opinion on. Now, let's say, for example, that honesty is one of your fundamental values. And if you have an opportunity where you could um, make a gain short term and nobody would know about it, but actually it doesn't feel honest, then be unshakable in that. And if you recognize that in, in, in people who you're with, that, that they are flouting honesty values then there is a case that you should recognize that and step in and, and have a discussion but let's say somebody is i don't know it could be something as simple as how they look something that they wear something that they say that it, it's not an essential part of your organization it doesn't actually resonate with you then you know, there's no need to fly off the handle about it. There's no need to get involved in it. It's something that you can just take a stand on and say, well, actually, it's not even important. So that's being unshakable in your fundamentals, but flexible in what Eknath talks about, the non-essentials. Takes away a lot of the stress in getting involved in everything. How many people do you know who just have to get involved in absolutely everything? Don't be one of those people. Look, sometimes in life, um, through nothing to do with us, no fault of our own, and general movement of, of life, that things and people fall away. And Eknath reminds us that we have to allow stages of life to move on. We have to allow things to fall away, and that includes relationships. Sometimes we get attached to things, attached to people, attached to circumstances. And as time as circumstances dictate, they fall away. Currently, as we are recording this, we are in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown and many things are changing quite rapidly as we speak. And the people who are holding on dearly to the things that they find or that, that are important to them maybe will be the ones who suffer the most as the necessities of the situation cause these things to fall away. 
we have to respond and sometimes we have to let things change and um, that just is a, is a wisdom thing that Eknath talks about and often in the game in football these things happen sometimes games training sessions situations get away from us and there's nothing we can do about them in the time in the moment we have to let them go and we have to sit down reassess and come at it from a different angle at possibly another day or later on okay next one remember in yourself and in the people that you influence that, that there is an enormous power in what he calls an indomitable will all of us have willpower now we can use our willpower however we wish but our will our will is a tool we can will ourselves to walk past a chocolate bar if we are on a particular diet we can will ourselves to go to the gym when we don't feel like it we can will ourselves to have a digital shutdown at seven o'clock at night when we need to shut our technology down for an hour before we go to sleep we can use our will however we like so let's be aware of that and let's be an example of people who use their will and it's not meant to sound like it's a way of dominating people it's the way that you control yourself uh, as an example so that you will yourself to do the things you know you need to do the disciplines the habits the practices that you need to do that make all the difference okay next one habits Eknath talks about habits and I don't think there's any greater practitioner of habits than James Clear and his book Atomic Habits talks about them in such detail and in such a wonderful way that we can all benefit from that that literature and um, it's our habits that change absolutely everything our habits create our character and our character will create our life but it's what we do our choices we make the habits we we practice that make all the difference the little tiny thing we do today will make all the difference tomorrow and in the next five years okay so next one remember this is a biggie remember that everything counts it's such an easy thing to think oh this doesn't matter everything counts you can have a thought process you can have a thought process maybe somebody maybe how many people can relate to this maybe you catch yourself having a thought process about an argument you had a discussion you had when somebody set off an emotion within you anger or frustration or hurt and you replay that in your mind and then the next time you can you can have that same thought process and then it involves somebody else and then another process that, that's similar another process that's similar another thought that's similar another memory that's similar and then if you took physiological readings from yourself at this time you would find that your cortisol levels in your bloodstream would be higher your feel-good hormones would be less your blood pressure would be higher your muscle tension would be higher and so on and so on and then you'd be more prone to talking about the event and it creates this momentum so don't forget and remember that every single thing counts every interaction you know you can smile at somebody and they'll remember that for the rest of their life you can say a word to somebody and they can remember that for the rest of their life as I was reminded yesterday by Dan Abrahams and um, Keith, 
Keith Mayer, you know, people don't remember what you say, but they do remember how you made them feel. And sometimes it's the smallest things that make them feel special. Everything counts. Okay, so getting on to the last one. Remember that everything you see, everything that occurs, the results that you see, the the business success, the, the, the coaching success, the, the management job, the, the, the great player, the, the fantastic swimmer, the, the wonderful house you've built, the, the great relationship that is, whatever that is that's manifest in front of you is a result of things that have gone on before. Eknath reminds us that everything, everything is an effect and everything has a cause. Whether you believe it or not, that is what he is saying, and I do believe in that. And it's really easy to look at the world and say it's got nothing to do with me, it's completely devoid of any interference, and it just happens. And yes, there are, there is, there are a myriad of things that are responsible for causes. Now, but we have to remember that we are a part of that and our part in it is often prior to actually its manifestation how we were involved in it how we thought about it how we talked about it or how we didn't and then at the time when it occurs it's how we respond to it we can always choose as we've talked about before with mentioning that gap how we respond to actually what is and our work is as well as responding to the, the actual manifestations our work is to actually get on with doing our own work no matter what the circumstances get on with what we believe to be the right thing to do with our habits with our successful practices that we know bring us results and allow that to come to fruition in our in our own area so there we go there must be about I don't know, maybe there's 20 points there from, from Eknath Iaswaran. It's, uh, we've called the, the series Eknath Iaswaran's Words to Live By. And uh, I hope that there's at least half a, dozen, half a dozen reminders there if these aren't things that you didn't already know. I'm sure you've heard many of them before. But we all need reminding, I certainly do. And I hope you can get something out of that in your, in your quest or whatever it is that you're, uh, you're, you're doing in your, in your own path. All right, so don't forget it's Leader Manager Coach. Check out the other podcast episodes. Check out what we've got available on the app. And, uh, All right, great to chat. Catch you later.